Hey, we have an amazing event coming up, the Expert Advantage Workshop Series, where every day for a week, starting on Monday, May 20th, it's myself and another expert coming on to present to you about various kinds of things to help you with your brand and your business. Our brand new experts and residents in pro are gonna be there to co-host these workshops with me, and you're not gonna wanna miss it. You'll have a chance to ask all of them questions, and it's completely free to join. All you have to do is go to smartpassiveincome.com slash advantage. On Monday, May 20th, Amy Nelson's gonna come on, and we're gonna talk social media, but specifically how to drive revenue and connect with important stakeholders that matter to you in your business using social media. The next day, we have Noshin Chen, and she's gonna lead a presentation about how to become a better communicator, how to increase those skills faster, because that's gonna help you not just connect with new people, new clients, but also get your idea across better. Ton of takeaways in that presentation. And all you have to do to sign up and join and get all the links that you need is smartpassiveincome.com slash advantage. Again, one more time, smartpassiveincome.com slash advantage. Join us on our Expert Advantage workshop series. You're not gonna wanna miss it. Again, smartpassiveincome.com slash advantage. What's up, everybody? Patlin here, and welcome to episode 1263 of Ask Pat 2.0. You're about to listen to a catch up call, if you will, or a where are they now with Mr. Jake Goslin from churchfront.com or worshipministryschool.com. This is actually the fourth time he's been on. We've sort of followed his journey. The last time we talked, we were talking about a membership site that he created and the fact that he wanted to get into some more higher ticket, higher priced items, like really white glove, higher end services for different churches. What his business is, is he helps churches and ministries get really tech savvy and lead amazing tech centric, not tech centric, but you know, just using tech to have a better experience at the churches. And this is his expertise. He has a YouTube channel. And I remember the last time we chatted, he said, Pat, I'm gonna try to get the YouTube channel to 100,000 subscribers. And I just checked today. Uh, He's already passed 225K. So crushing it there for sure. And we're gonna talk about all the things. And of course, as we continue to grow our businesses, we continue to face new challenges. And we're gonna talk about some of those challenges today and where he's at and and hopefully where he's going. So here he is, Jake Gosselin from Churchfront on YouTube and churchfront.com and Worship Ministry School. Jake, welcome back to Ask Pat. It's a pleasure to have you back on. Thanks for having me again for, the, I think, the fourth time. This has been an incredible journey to be able to, like, I'm, I'm honored that you invite me back to to come on and you're opening this up to do it. And, man, I, I realize this show pretty much documents my entire business journey over, like, five years now. <laughs> that That's why I love doing this, and that's why we invite people people back again and again, because we can kind of check in on you and see how you've been doing. And this is something that doesn't happen overnight, obviously, as a podcaster, but because this has been a long lasting podcast, we can invite people like you back. And I'm curious, like four times on now, like, can you, let's just say there's people who are listening who didn't catch any of those first episodes. Like, can you tell us a quick timeline of like where you started and and some of the big challenges that you had to overcome to get to where you're at? today and then we'll figure we'll see where you're at today also all right this will be the hyper short version of it all but 2016 (laughs) i was working a full-time job as a worship pastor in a church the person who directs all the music and tech on sundays at churches i had somehow come across the idea of online business i found your podcast started listening to your, your podcast six years ago 
your your main podcast, not the Ask Pack podcast. And I was just like inspired by like, whoa, I I kind of had had an entrepreneurial drive. I think I could start something on my own, building an audience within a niche, the niche that I'm passionate about. And so I just kind of dove all in doing all the smart passive income things back in 2016 and really followed the process, building email lists, YouTube channel, came out with my first courses using like the kind of like the launch method from Jeff Walker. And a lot of these principles, it's like, I still, still use them to this day. You know, every time I do a new course or anything like that, but you know, got the business from a passion side, side project, part-time kind of income to full-time within about, it was about two years, about 24 months in, that's when I launched a membership site, worshipministryschool.com, simple membership site, content behind a monthly subscription paywall for worship leaders and tech directors. Again, that's what I'm still doing to this day. I'm still very involved in churches and I'm living the dream because I get to build this business that helps tens of thousands of people like every single week. And then I'm still helping my local church and it's a blast. So started that and you know I was a solopreneur and I that was back in the day where like I would hire just any any like help I could find usually these were just like younger younger guys who I was like hey can you start editing some videos for me just kind of doing some grunt work and then um in around 2020 2019 to 2020 a couple things happened 2019 the end of 2019 came out with a higher ticket coaching program that's a blend of courses people can walk through cuz courses are for the most part, automated coaching, but then people also get pretty much unlimited access to talk to someone real on my team to like get the help they need. Kind of built this hybrid course and coaching program. Also, then the pandemic hit. That was a huge catalyst for growth for my business because churches had to live stream, right? So everybody, you know, my YouTube channel blew up because I had a few videos floating around on how to live stream your church, right? So like that videos got hundreds of thousands of views within just days and weeks and months. 2020 was just a, yeah, it was a crazy year. And yeah, again, fortunately, like it, it, it just kind of like accelerated. I feel like the trajectory of where the business was already going. And by that time, I don't know, our YouTube channel probably gets a hundred thousand subscribers. And then it was like 2021. That's when I like was able to start scaling the team. And, and I think in late 2020, we were like high we were like a high six figure business, probably 800K or something like that that year. 2021 was was then like a over seven figures, like a million and a quarter business. Wow, congratulations. Thanks, thanks, yeah. And then I was able to kind of like focus more on, okay, let's get, instead of just finding the, whatever help I can to edit some videos, like I need to find some like A-team players who can really take ownership of different roles in the, in the company and just like keep taking it to the next level. So that was kind of the theme of honestly the last last two years, even, even this past year, we were, we grew another, I think 10 to 15% over 2021. So 2022 should be just over that. 2021 was probably 1.1 and this should be like one and a quarter, 1.3 or somewhere around there. And it's been a blast because 2022 has been a year of system refinement, team refinement. And like I have, well, it's only four of us now, three of us who are full-time and then one's a full-time salesperson who's commission-based. And I, I love it. I, I mean, my, my team members are like really just solid guys who are just like taking things, owning it and running with it. And they're improving aspects of the business that I, I don't even have to talk to them about it. They just do it. And it's really, it's really awesome. And I can, because we have such a lean team, I can compensate them well for it. And they, they love that too. That's awesome. Yeah. So that, that was kind of 2021 into 2022. We're still doing the, the, the courses. People can buy a, 
you know, as low as I think a hundred dollar course from us, if they want, it's kind of like a front end entry level product to now we have consulting programs that include some on-site consulting where our team member will actually fly to a church. And we, this was new since May of this year where they'll like work on stuff for a couple of days and really accelerate that process. Like we can accelerate people's processes by doing things remotely, but now introducing some on-site work, especially because a lot of it's technical. It's like, hey, let me just put this mixing console in or set the cameras up for you. Let's do it for you. That's been a blast. And that's a $10,000 offer. And it's been working great. We've probably had seven or eight of those signups over the past few months, just since May. Who do you hire to do that? Is it the same team members who, who go out and do that? or? Yeah, it's it's right now. This This will be my next kind of question is maybe is maybe figuring out how to scale it but we have adam he's kind of my main he's like he's the main technical coach and course creator now so and that's a lot of our what our courses is so he is the primary one to go to go do that so he was just on a trip this week out in colorado taking care of that for a client and so that's been fun the other thing has been the youtube sponsorship deals so it's like hey Keep doing the same thing you've been doing, making great, fun YouTube videos that you like, but then like, you know, make over five figures for making a video, yeah. right? That, that's been, that's awesome. that's been fun. So I feel like part of this year for 2022 has also been kind of finding these like new revenue streams by continuing to do what we've already been doing. But some of my favorite videos to work on have been these paid deals because I like the product, I like the company. And then when someone pays me to actually make a video, I'm like just more motivated to like, make a fun video dude we still make i mean majority of our videos are still like you know free videos we just put them out and nobody's paying us to do it's still like our marketing strategy but this this the kind of symbiosis of it all really works well and the other thing we started doing we did small 50 person events in 2021 we did two of those and then this year we did one event had 200 people at it that was back in november so now we're kind of getting to live event space that's a lot of fun because at the event space we capture all the keynotes. Those go on the YouTube channel. People who are in our course library get access to all of them instantly. And then we do cool sponsorship deals with these brands who are like, hey, we talked to them about like, hey, we can make a YouTube video. And then you could also show up as a sponsor to our event and like kind of bundle things together. And it's just, it's so complimentary. So I know that was a lot. I'm just like, no, that was, I'm just sitting here listening. And actually I had questions and you literally answered them like right when I was thinking about them, like, well, how big is your team and all this stuff? So you've given me everything from the beginning, really. And, and, and hopefully for those of you listening, you're like super inspired by this. And this is, this is along how many years, Jake, this is like about six years, six years, right? So this, this didn't happen overnight and you can tell there's sort of like phases, there's consistency, there's some like good timing, right? With the pandemic and your services being perfect for that. And then now you're sort of leaning into things. And I love the sort of going deeper with your current client base. Like, hey, if you want us to go to your place, like we'll do it for you. It's gonna cost you, but here we go. And so maybe to answer your first question there about like scaling that, there's a couple things I want you to keep in mind. Number one is the question, do you need to scale it? Maybe you only do a certain number every single year. Like, the big worry, not for you, but just in general for entrepreneurs at this stage where things are going really well is that you keep doing more things because you know you can do them now, right? In, in the beginning, you're like, I don't know, I'm kind of timid. And now you have this motivation, you have this confidence. And because of that, you see more opportunity and then you take every single one. And I'm not saying don't do it. All I'm saying is check yourself before you wreck yourself. You know what I'm, you know what I mean? I've totally learned that. Cause like, I'm, I'm learning like 
just because now, even though we're bigger, we have more resources, I could take some risks trying to do more or even start new product lines. Right, right. It's actually at the same time, maybe it's just because I'm kind of getting older or something. I'm like, I think about all the work it actually take to do something like that successfully. And I'm like, I no thanks. Let's Good so for you. a lot of these new revenue streams, I'm like filtering it out of like, man, does this complement what we're already doing well? Like the live event thing. Like it's definitely takes maybe a couple of weeks out of the year to plan and like takes quite a bit of mind power to 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 do that. But the it is totally worth it the way it complements the YouTube channel, sponsorship deals, and then the community it builds around our brand. Like that's a, that's another huge thing. Yeah. For sure. I'm glad you're already having those self-checks with with those opportunities. And so, you know, maybe there's a certain number that you can handle mm-hmm. based on the number of team that you want to have because the more team that you have, the more management that needs to happen, the like it could just run smoothly the way it is. And and that's okay too. Like that's okay. You don't just have to grow because you can. But if you want to, you now know you can and you have to build the systems into place and you've already done the biggest thing that there is to be able to enable yourself to grow and that is to find the right people. And that's really what growth needs to have is people is like the soil for plants. They keep you grounded. They nurture that thing and all together sort of provide what is necessary for the thing to grow, right? So true. I'm going to use that analogy in the future. I I really like that. It's great. (laughs) But you don't want to soil yourself when, no, okay, never mind. That's not going to work either. (laughs) Uh, I'm just thinking out loud here. Well, the the beauty of that too, it's like, I mean, some of our ideas we've had around it, because now when I make decisions, I do make decisions based on like, so Adam and Luke and Eric, those are our main three guys on the team. And I'm like, how will this affect their role, their lifestyle, their, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not just care. Like, honestly, I would always like to grow revenue, but like at the level we're at right now, it's, it's more than I ever thought would be possible in my life. And the impact is huge. So I'm like, I'm, I'm seeing now it's, it's, it's not always about that top line number. You know, it's just, that's a way to it's a hamster wheel that can that could make you pretty miserable pretty quick. For sure. And you had mentioned a keyword there, which is lifestyle. And and it's so smart of you as a leader to say, you know, not just your lifestyle, but the lifestyle of those who are helping and, and working with you because you want to keep them around. You want to keep them healthy and happy. And by thinking about them and the decisions that that's the hard part about being a CEO really is like the decisions you make literally impact other people's lives. And that's a very scary thing. And if money is the center of those decisions, then that often will be at the sacrifice of something related to your team. So uh, again, you're doing this exactly the right way. So maybe there is a way to a systemize that process of uh, having people be sent out and, and maybe it just becomes integrated into the business. And there's only so many perhaps that you do so that there's always some on the plate and you don't have to even worry about getting clients, right? When you have that in place and it, like there's a there's going to be a waiting list for that, in fact, um, if you will. The other way to go about it would be if you wanted to go the opposite direction and really scale this. I have a friend of mine. He is the founder of Everbowl. Everbowl is a acai like company. It's sort of like a Chipotle, but instead of like burritos, it's an acai bowl. You go in, you can choose the things you want, et cetera. And it's one of the fastest growing chains here in Southern California. He actually is a friend of mine. We went to high school together. It's just, I'm really proud of him. He's super, super cool. And he knew that in order to scale his business, he needed to get up fast. And so he actually started a secondary company, which is a construction company, because he can now hire his own company 
to quickly build the Everbowls in the different strip malls and other places that are oh, wow. required to build. Yeah. So like, let's just play a game. Let's imagine that you created a separate company that was led by somebody else who was in charge of growing that thing, who could, who you could hire or like is a part of the, uh, you, maybe you have a partnership with this company that yes, it is your company, but it's run by somebody else. And that's the team that goes out and literally is just the team who goes and does these things. And you are one of their clients. You send, you know, two people, you help out two clients every single month. But now this business helps motivational speakers set up their events over here. And you can kind of go and grind into other niches from there. And now that company is a help you set up your live stream company that, yes, services your business, but also can serve others. And now you're part owner of that. And like, again, I'm thinking big and you could go down that direction, but that's how you would handle it and scale it without scaling you. Yeah, because the, the the thing in our market is there is a huge market in the church world for full-on AVL integration. So that's when a church is like, hey, we we want to drop a half a million dollars on all new audio, video, lighting, stuff like that. Yeah. And kind of what I, the reason why what we offer now is, is a good selling point is we're like, hey, like we can actually make you, help you make a lot of great improvements through courses, through remote coaching. And then, you know, for less than $10,000, we can just help you make the most of what you have. And that's a, that's a great offer. But there is, I think someday I wouldn't be surprised within the next 10 years, I hope to be doing this for the long haul. We could actually become more like, I'd have a separate integration company that Churchfront, the media company and education company just sends the leads to be like, oh, okay, yeah, you want a big scale project? Let's let's go with these guys. So exactly, yeah, exactly. And because that. it's like your business, like that money is just going back to you. I mean, the, just like the way the money flows, it's like a really amazing thing that a lot of companies do. You know, you dive deeper into a lot of these corporations, and they set up multiple corporations that basically all serve each other. It's all integrated. I mean, it's similar to like Tesla in a way, except Tesla, they're all under the Tesla brand. The the people who do the painting to the people who do the creating of the car to the software, like it's all in one. And in this way, it would be similar, except other people are in charge of that. So uh, yeah. yeah, man, dude, I could jam on this all day, but this is this is really cool. What are the, and I always ask this question now to people who have gone through this journey, you are here now where you're at, new levels, new devils, right? There's always gonna be new challenges and new things that arise as you continue to grow. What are the big, struggles that you're having now at this stage that perhaps you you didn't even have before or didn't think about? One of the epiphanies I had this year, and we talked a little bit on my last interview about, I had these side interests within the finance, investing, Bitcoin world, Bitcoin, not crypto, big difference. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, because there, there's a lot of things that just intrigue me, right? Like that's like a hobby and it's my, my struggle is to like keep things some, I always want to make my hobby like a, you know, a means of income or something like that, or create content around it. And I, that's a good thing, but I, I built my other channel. That's about those topics. That's about 10,000 subscribers now. And I like, that was after a year of making content. And then about this spring, a few things happened in life. One of them being actually, we, our family moved for lifestyle sake down here to Florida to be, we're here in Florida and in Colorado. So I just took a lot of mind space and energy to like make that move earlier this year. And I kind of backed off on my secondary channel. And I also kind of did more reflection around that of like, I think the timing of it is like, I think this is something that is still a few years out for me to really put as much time as, as I thought I needed to into it. Cause I just realized, like, I finally realized like how much of a gift my current business lifestyle is with church run and like 
this is this is obviously it's great lifestyle, it's great business, it's great revenue, but also I actually feel like I have a spiritual calling element to this of like this is like I literally think God designed me specifically with my skill sets and all this to, to do this job, and it's like more of a external responsibility that I'm supposed to steward, and that that just became very clear to me this year, especially from from a few things, and you know one of them being. I went to the Grow with Video Live conference with Sean Cannell. You were at that this this past yeah yeah yeah. It was a phenomenal conference, and you know I love Sean's like I followed Sean as another mentor for the past few years with especially with the YouTube stuff and being back there because I hadn't been to a marketing conference in in a while, especially because COVID. Like that was my first one in a while too, (laughs) right? And that just kind of like injected me with like not just like in a temporary like adrenaline or excitement, but it was really a recalibration for me to remember like the original passion I had for doing all this stuff. And dude, your keynote was amazing, by the way. And and just like, oh, thanks, man. you know, and you're, you and your focus on the, your super fans and your audience and like doing the things that like surprise people and, and nobody like those little things that just go a long way. If you show up and do them day after day after day, year after year, I mean, now you're, you get to enjoy the fruit of that. You've been doing this for what over twelve years, ten years, years. It's wild, dude. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I, I think I just had a recalibration this year to not be, I won't say distracted. I, I still like to spend space, time thinking about these other things to give me a break from my main thing. And I'll make a YouTube video here or there on my other channel. But now that channel to me is almost like, if if I die tomorrow, these are things that I want my kids to know about. You know, that's life, cool. yeah. business, and finance you know, stuff that's not really appropriate for me to put on the church front channel. Cause it's not what people subscribe to it for. Right. But I'm like, this can be the Jake channel about whatever the heck I find interesting. I honestly don't care about channel performance and growth that much. I just want to get this stuff out there that I want to get out there. So that was kind of a, it was a weird wrestling I had earlier this year. And I think around that May timeframe, especially after going to that event, oh, I went to like another event within my industry, you know, going to these conferences, having our own conferences, Dude, the pat the number of people like who come to me and they're like they're like oh my gosh Jake like you don't know how much you helped us on this especially during the pandemic trying to get live stream up and like and one person was like oh, I'm literally like I feel like I'm gonna cry right now because like you you helped like you helped us so much and it's weird like it's kind of surreal like hearing that stuff but I'm like wow I I think I need to just appreciate like the the impact that's being made and it's so easy to be stuck behind a computer all day and and kind of take it lightly but it is yeah yeah so that all those things together kind of for me recalibrated our focus and that honestly from especially the summer to the end of the year here that kind of set me on a trajectory to like hey let's let's make our you know event bigger and better let's get these sponsorship things going let's figure out how to make a bigger offer of like ten thousand dollar plus thing uh, offer with uh on-site visits so that was a pivotal moment for me so so now i uh, moving forward i just i i'm like i want to be in this for the long haul like right now i currently like i genuinely feel that like i'm like yeah i'm the church front guy i love doing this day after day week after week, year after year. And I would love to look back after 20 years of just doing this. And it's kind of nice to be okay with that now and not feel like, you know, the, the entrepreneurial space, it, it, I love it. It's inspiring, but sometimes it makes you feel like you're on this treadmill to be like, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Oh, you got to be a real, you got to be a real estate developer. Yeah. You got to exit. And I, 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 I don't know. I, and that's, that works for some, that's good for some people, but I do think for me, especially because of the calling element, I'm like, no, I actually, unless if there's a clear sign from God that I'm supposed to change directions, like this is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. 
I love it, man. I mean, to realize that is huge because that will define decisions that are made and, and what you say yes to, what you say no to. And I love the idea of the other channel just to be an outlet for Jake, just to kind of be there for you and for others who just happen to be interested and, of course, for your family as well. So that's that's amazing, man. Dude, I'm so proud of you and I'm so stoked to see where this goes. If you wouldn't mind sharing for everybody who doesn't know yet, where can they go to follow your work and, and just follow you on the journey? Yeah, go to uh, churchfront, C-H-U-R-C-H-F-R-O-N-T. That uh, is on the YouTube channel or on YouTube. You can find the channel pretty easily there. Worshipministryschool.com. That's like our course consulting product service platform. So if people want to sign up for that or, or ask about that, if you're at a church and need the help, you can reach out there. Or I'm also on Twitter now. I'm going to give Twitter more of my attention as well as my personal YouTube channel, just Jake Gosselin. That's where I'm sharing more of the this audience to be more interested in just like some of the actual things I've done to build the business that might go on Twitter uh, in uh, the YouTube channel. And then the Twitter, Twitter as well. Yeah. Twitter and YouTube are kind of like truly Jake Gosselin, whatever I'm thinking is interesting at the given moment of time. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, we'll make sure to add those links in the show notes. Congrats to you on the success and the continued success. And we'll have to check in again in the future and see, see where you go from here. So thanks again for your time today, man. Thanks. All right, I hope you enjoyed that catch up with Jake. Jake, just congratulations to you and the success and the growing team and the just sending people to different places to set things up for higher end services. I mean, this is an incredible empire that you're building here. And Ultimately, the work that you do, of course, there's people who attend these services who then hear and, and experience what it is that you're helping these pastors and these leaders in these spaces create. So well done and keep up the great work. Looking forward to seeing the membership grow, the YouTube channel, of course, and uh, hopefully chatting again soon. Anyway, thank you so much, everybody, for listening through. I appreciate you, and I look forward to serving you in the next episode of Ask Pat. And as we have been doing this entire year so far, we're catching up with people who've been on the show before. It's one of my favorite things because we get to see how far they've come, what decisions did they make, what decisions did they not make, the whole shebang. So thank you so much. See you in the next one. Peace. Thanks for listening to Ask Pat at askpat.com. I'm your host, Pat Flynn. Our senior producer is David Grabowski. Our series producer is Paul Gregoris. And our executive producer is Matt Gartland. Sound editing by Duncan Brown. Ask Pat is a production of SPI Media. We'll catch you in the next session. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, 
the Smart Passive Income Podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.